Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to our special selection night, selection night edition. Remember, this is not election night because election night actually happens on January 6th when the electoral college is counted. Electoral college vote is counted by the Senate president. And we have with us some special guests with us tonight. Well, you guys know JC. Um, I'm just hanging out in the corner. It's, <laughs> this, it's the Liberty, Liberty Ladies Liberty night. Liberty Ladies Lounge night, right? And we have Yana. And we have Sunny. Say hello. Hi hello. Guys. No, no, no. Two singles. Two, two, two beautiful single <laughs> Had women. Had to be pointed out. <laughs> so no, no shy Cameron business here. Sunny's got to be. Um, you guys are the two most <laughs> dynamic women that I know, which is why oh, I wanted you to come in and be with us tonight. And I'm not even American. And no, right? <laughs> So, so Yana, inter take a few minutes to introduce yourself. Well, um, I'm Yana. Go ahead and speak <laughs> I'm, uh, into the microphone. That's right, microphone over here. Uh, I'm an evangelist. I came to America for the first time when I was 19 years old. And um, I went to Bible school. My whole life changed. This country changed my life. Everything about it is just, you know, life-changing. So, um, I stayed here for three years going through the River Bible Institute, um, joining the River Church, and then launched into the mission field when I was uh, 22 um, for the following eight years. Just full-time traveling on the road, moving from country to country, preaching the gospel, and um, just doing what the Lord wants me to do. And it's been a, a really amazing trip, but I can say, honestly, I'm very happy that at this crazy time in this year that I happen to be in America. <laughs> that, it's really, really awesome. And I love the fact that Yana is here because she brings together this, uh, this understanding of an international perspective. And what I like is for me as a constitutionalist and watching this happen and this attempt to take over America through socialism, right? So you've actually traveled the world, you've experienced it, you know what it's all about, and you can be that voice of saying, hey guys, you know, I know America is the greatest place to be. I don't, you don't need to be anywhere else. Stop trying to make this something that it's not, right? Absolutely. So introduce yourself, Sunny. Um, well, my name is Sunny. I'm originally from Pittsburgh and I've been here in Florida for a little over three years now I moved down here in 2017 also to go to the um, River Bible Institute, the River University. Um, I recently graduated from their internship program and now I'm still here in Florida. I'm working for the university and um, helping Miss Chrisanne. Yeah. Uh, happy to be here. Sunny is a big help for me. She helps us when we go on the road and she's going to start helping us with a really important legal project that's coming up. So I'm excited to have Sunny and you guys are probably going to maybe see a little bit more of Sunny, maybe when we travel around and that sort of thing, too. So that's kind of fun. 
And so what I thought we would do, we have this, this cool view up here where the people can see us as we watch what's going on on Fox News and give our commentaries and, and that sort of thing. And we can watch as everything goes down. And JC is going to be bringing in the, uh, he's got CNN over here on his laptop. And what's that dude's name again? I always forget him. He's got a really big nose. Oh, uh, the white haired guy. Yeah. Um, what gosh, is his name? I forget his name. You forget um, his name. He's a forgettable yeah, name kind of guy. You guys know his name? He nope. is not important. He is not important. <laughs> so anyway, we've had a lot of fun and uh, getting ready for this. And JC, I wanted to, uh, you've actually been watching this a little bit more than I have today. And I know these ladies have been busy doing uh, other things, and we've we've all coming kind of in now. All the polls should be shut down, right? Uh, what time is it? It is ten o'clock. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, ten. Yeah, I think yeah. West Coast. It would be ten in California right now, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. So right. They'd be just closing. The crazy thing, I was watching Fox News a bit, and uh, Fox is like immediately calling every state practically as soon as the polls close. It's really disgraceful what Fox has become. This is stuff that they complained about CNN, right? They they complained of CNN calling all these things, and it's what uh, Fox has been doing all night. They called Virginia immediately with something like 17% of the vote uh, counted. It's just really, it's, it's really despicable, which we learn, we know from history, depresses the vote. Like people will did not vote. Oh, in, look, guys, in other this places. is this is Hillsborough County. This is where we are. Yeah, Caster at 60 percent, Christine Quinn at 40 percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, watching, watching CNN is interesting because they've taken the opposite. Here's what I've noticed, and I so listen to several of the conservative broadcasts, uh, gleefully talking about the results and how what CNN is doing, but here, here's what's happening on CNN. So I've wa I watched them for several hours. And so when you look at the map, Anderson Cooper, that's the guy's name. So Anders that's Anderson Cooper name. is talking about this map, the, the map. They're making sure that there's red everywhere. Like the whole map is red, 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 the whole time he's been talking. And uh, it, it, it seems apparent that they're trying to continue to motivate Democrat voters yep. to get out yep. by showing all the red, which ironically Fox is doing the opposite. So they're, they're just calling the races. So CNN the whole time has been saying, you know, all this is too close to call, but look at all the red, look at all the Trump turnout, blah, 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 blah. And so really, uh, really kind of shameful of what Fox is doing tonight. So Fox doesn't want anybody else to get out and vote? Yeah, I don't understand what what is going on. Because even all of the other channels were talking about Virginia too close to call and, and this red surge going on in Virginia. And even CNN was, was kind of wringing their hands about uh, Virginia maybe going red. But yet Fox is, Fox is calling it for Joe Biden within seconds of the polls yeah. closing. And they did that for several other states. And uh, they just ca they're calling calling these races all over the country and nobody else is calling these races. It's it's really crazy. It so is Fo really Fox, crazy. Fox is a disgrace. So what Absolute do we have disgrace. here? For Shame on you. 
these live things. You have all this stuff up here, JC. Yes, yeah, so that's what I mean. What that is the, your Google Map kind of matches. So this is 270 win. You can go to 270 to win. You have to and, share down there. Uh, and then what you do is you can click on the map, right? You can click on whatever state, and it'll show you what's happening right now. You know what percentage What's of the, the votes, one? votes in. So that's Nebraska. Uh, they've pretty much called Nebraska for Trump, except these stripes represent independent districts. So Nebraska doesn't, is not a winner take all state. Uh, so they have a, a certain, I don't know, like I think three electoral votes or I don't even, I don't know how it adds up. They get a total of five. Okay. So then a couple go for separate districts, mm -hmm. uh, congressional districts. But you can hover over on Google's map, the same, pretty much the same stuff. Uh, so North Carolina is super, super tight. Wow. Um, it started to, it's starting to trend uh, toward Donald Trump late uh, with 90% in, but still tight. I mean, you look at his talk, you're talking about, what is that? 30,000 votes is the separation. Georgia, I don't... Uh, Georgia, they keep acting like it's close. Um, I don't, I don't think it's close. Now, earlier they were talking about um, Texas. The interesting thing about Texas is Harris County. Uh, so basically, Dallas, Houston, the big city areas um, were already like eighty-eight percent reported, and it was really tight, right? So, which tells you. As far as the count goes, well, Joe Biden's count is pretty much done. Yeah. So everything left to come in is red. Because so remember, no way they're flipping Texas blue. Yeah. So as I was explaining to the ladies earlier, the uh, when you have a state, what you have is the state split up in urban and rural areas. And generally speaking, the urban areas are the blue areas and the um, the other areas are the. Um, are the red areas. Yes. And so, wonder so if people in the country watch less TV. Yeah. <laughs> people in the country watch less TV. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think yeah. that's a great they point. I mean, that's where all the, the brainwashing and the programming right. comes from. No, I think they like still go outside and well it's enjoy a very the it is it is really interesting because we actually teach all over. And I think one of the biggest differences that you will see is that uh, is in New York, right? So most people, when they think of New York, they think of City. New York City, yep. right? And it's total Democrat, total this, total that. Well, when you go to upstate New York, it's almost all farmers. Trump 2020 yeah. and every everywhere, yeah. every well, or nothing almost. at all. Yeah, because the farmers, and that's the one thing that we we found out in upstate New York, is that the the farmers spend so much time doing what they do farming that they don't watch TV. They don't, they're really, really not politically informed. Yeah. And so they vote based on their ideals, based on their conscience, what they see happening. Right. If the economy is going good, then they're going to stay where they are. If it's not, then they're going to want to change. Yeah, I mean, the ultimate is the Amish. They don't watch TV at all. Right. And they vote Trump. They so yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So JC and I were driving back <laughs> from Tennessee. And as we were driving back over the overpass, 
were these Amish buggies with Trump flags and <laughs> wow, American flags. It was so very cool. So very cool. Sonny, you actually went to the polling places I did. in Florida today. Tell us what that was like. Yeah, so we went out today. They sent us, um, they sent the students out and some other people from the office. And um, it seemed, they actually wasn't as crowded as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be super crowded, but it really wasn't. But from what we observed, it seemed like pretty, even though we were in a city area, it wasn't like a suburban mm -hmm. white part of the town, but it seemed like everybody was for the most part Trump supporters because there was a couple of us like waving flags and um, signs for Trump. And then there were like a couple Biden people down the way and everybody was like, honking at us, like screaming out the windows. Yeah, four more years. And nobody was acknowledging the Biden people. The only people that honked for Biden were honking I think they were honking in spite of us because they are mad <laughs> that we were having fun. Yeah, and they don't so have fun. You, Doug Kennedy <laughs> says the Amish in Central Michigan are all for Trump too. So you have I don't know how how the Amish could be for Biden or even for the Democrats, considering how pro life they are. Yeah, right. Religious. Yeah. So they're pro life. They're very religious uh, and. So, do you know somebody named Debbie Shaw? That's my mom. Oh, hey, mom. Hi, mom. Hold on. There we what go. What did she say? Hi, she Sonny. said, hi, Sonny. <laughs> mom, shout out. Do I know someone named Debbie Shaw? <laughs> I didn't know your mom's name. Do you know Do you know Shaw's your mom? Shaw's a pretty common name. That's her name. <laughs> Actually, my, my mom's last name is Neff. I'm not sure why it says that. That's her new she last name. Now, everybody who watches the show knows Mac. <laughs> so Mac is also a participant in our show quite often, but most of the time it's because he's laying behind us snoring <laughs> or kicking the backdrop no, or doing something like that. But, <laughs> but to be honest, uh, Mac has, tell me I'm wrong. Mac has been caught up in the election fervor today. Yeah. He he's... has been totally yeah insane just hyped around like running around on crack today yeah so i i think it's you know something's he's up. really really excited about this election he's nervous about socialism because he knows that <laughs> socialism will cut in on the number of dog treats that he gets and <laughs> violence in the neighborhood means he doesn't get as many walks as he'd like to mm -hmm. have so he doesn't want to have to wait in line for dog food yeah right right exactly so in florida uh, Amendment one passed, which yes. requires uh, citizenship. Look how big proof that is for voting. That is huge. Wow. I thought that was a given. Yeah, are you talking huge. like I could be voting right now? <laughs> what is this? I it, thought this was like it also. Oh, said, my goodness! Look, the minimum wage to $15 an hour. I really hope that They're, one does not pass. Well, it's already passed. You got 98% of the things in and 61% yes. There goes Florida's economy. Oh, yeah. that really You know what? Well, we go through like the drive People through. People don't understand what, what that about, means. Yeah. What about servers? You go through the drive. Well, they'll, they'll raise. Are servers going to make up. more than $2 an hour? That yeah, means servers are going to get fired. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's no, less. No, seriously. So uh, I think raising the minimum wage has been historically proven to hurt entry-level low-wage workers. Yeah. Because the businesses... That you're, you're basically up in their cost to do business and what are they going to do they they 
look to the bottom and they cut the bottom. Yeah. That's what they do. So you see all those kiosks in in McDonald's and stuff? Mm -hmm. That means those kiosks were testing out the day when this is going to happen. And so with raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Here's another Florida have, disaster. Oh, this is another one. I, you know what? <clears throat> Florida, come on, people. You put something on the amendment ballot and people just freaking vote, vote yes. It sounds good. Come on, yes. Florida. I mean, that's what oh, people and go this, by. Okay, so this now means amendment four passing? No. That now not, means... It's not passing. Oh, it's not passing. That's right. You got to have 60%. That's a yeah. good thing. The fact that that will fail is a good thing. So yeah. you have to have... So even if it was 52%, yes. What was the minimum wage? Then you I have to what get... The, what, it was 61. 61. 61. You That's have to terrible. get 60% to pass. 57 on the, the second one. Yeah. So, oh my God. Oh, yeah. Home, so homestead exemption. There's another Florida amendment. That's when people vote themselves money or vote themselves a discount. Yeah. So that garbage always so passes. In reality, so open primaries be, didn't didn't quite make it. 57%. Yeah. Well, we still have 2% coming. So right. who knows? So cross your fingers. That'll yeah. be a disaster. So the things like uh what you have here with the homestead exemption thing. This ought to be legislative. There's no reason why you should have a constitutional amendment that deals with taxes, right? Because when you write a constitutional amendment, the only way it can be changed is through another constitutional amendment. And when you create legislation for taxation, especially like homestead exemption and stuff like that, these things need to be tweaked. Right. You have to have certain everything has a an exception. Everything has a, a ceiling. So everything has a basement. This money goes here. That money goes there. Well, now any tweaking that has to be done can only be done every two years with a constitutional amendment that must be passed by 60 percent. So the whole thing is a mess. That Florida's constitution is a complete and total mess because what you have are legislative actions that they can't, the legislators are too lazy or incompetent to get done on their own. So they put them in these ballot initiatives so that guess what? The people will vote yes because they're voting themselves. They think they're voting themselves money. And it creates this huge bureaucratic mess, absolute mess. These are the kind of things that make me really, really angry when we have these constitutional amendments, like the constitutional amendment for the high-speed rail that almost bankrupted the state. And then we have the constitutional amendment that gives pregnant pigs constitutional rights in Florida. <laughs> so, I, I mean, sorry, I will go on and on about that because that stuff really, really ticks me off. You deleted a message? We have a comp... No, I didn't delete any messages now. Mm. Not, no. I don't know where that... Don't know, Anthony. Don't know. No messages deleted that I know of. I see it says message deleted, but it wasn't us. No, it wasn't me. You see it? Where yeah. is it? Maybe the well, person themselves deleted it. Yeah. Maybe you didn't realize. We didn't do that. <laughs> you know, when I make a typo, Fat I thumb. deleted it real quick. Hope yeah. nobody saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you the in and Jack McCarthy says, What about rescinding original ratification of amendments? Well, we actually had to do that with the high speed rail. Mm -hmm. Because in order to fulfill the constitutional amendment, the state was going to go bankrupt. We couldn't, we didn't have the money for it. 
And so to rescind it takes another constitutional amendment, which is really interesting now because where is this? Uh, let's see. That's the citizenship. Raise minimum wage. Oh, there we go. Pause that right there. So if this one had passed, the requirement to pass twice, right? So if this passes, which means yes has to have 60%. If this passes, that means in order to rescind a bad constitutional amendment, you actually have to put it on the ballot twice. Wow. So every constitutional amendment has to be on the ballot twice. Now, somebody might say, well, Chrisanne, here you are complaining about too many constitutional amendments. Wouldn't this be a solution? Well, here's the deal. The problem with the constitutional amendment is not the constitutional amendments that are put up by the people. The problem with the constitutional amendments are the ones that are put up by legislative-backed PACs and special interest corporations. So if you have to have an amendment go through two election processes in order to be added to the Constitution, the only avenue to do that is going to cost a lot of money, which means the only people that are going to be able to afford amending the Constitution are the big corporations and the big PACs that are doing the legislative job. So the grassroots then are killed. They're done. So I'm really happy to see that this one is going to fail. So we'll look at the map and see where we're at. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Let's uh, let's take a look. So uh, put it on the screen. There. Yeah, I think Florida is we could say is a lock at this point. Red. So it's uh, almost four hundred thousand votes at ninety seven percent reporting. Now, and remember, it's the panhandle that closes. Late, late, right? An hour after the yeah. rest. So it closes at eight instead of seven. So it's the last votes to come in. Uh, so pretty much this only trends more red. Mm -hmm. uh, so Florida is a done deal. And which means Trump, Trump wins Florida. Uh, I heard, I heard CNN kind of blowing that off earlier. Well, Biden didn't expect to win Florida anyway, which is not true. This is exactly what they were talking about. Turning Florida blue, turning mm -hmm. Georgia blue, turning North Carolina blue, uh, turning Texas blue. So Florida is not going blue. South Carolina, one that they've called. Uh, this is, and I, and I guess the projection has to do with what's left to come in. And just South Carolina was never in question, but that's only 48% reported in South, South Carolina's uh, a little bit slow. Not, I mean, not personally, but they're slow to, uh, to report. All right. I'm surprised they haven't called Georgia yet because that's one that they yeah, let's had look called at, really early. Yeah, now I'm watching over here is. on CNN. On they CNN, Georgia is calling Trump ahead. Yeah, Trump is ahead by 400,000 votes mm -hmm. approximately with 55% reporting. Um, the, the trick to that... Oh, they got a key race alert here. Arizona up... Uh, Biden is up in Arizona by 200,000 votes. Yeah. yeah so with only 75% of the vote in count. Right, which is probably a pretty good lead. Again, depending on, depending on what's come in. Yeah. 
uh, what areas have come in. So, yeah, that's that could be trending toward Biden in Arizona. Uh, let's look at you mentioned. What is this, Georgia? Am yeah. I in Georgia? Yeah, this mm -hmm. is Georgia. So at at this point, uh, 57, almost 58 percent of the vote is in and Trump is has a pretty substantial lead. Right. Um, over 10 points. Trump's ahead by over 10 points. Which is why CNN is colored at red, right? Yeah. So Michigan is Trump and Pennsylvania is Trump, according to... Pennsylvania, we will... Pennsylvania, there's no way to call that today. There are um, several places that they won't even count, won't even be counting the votes yeah. today in Pennsylvania. Um, so it's honestly almost pointless to even talk about Pennsylvania. You'll see... You'll see them talking about it, what's trending, how it's trending, who's winning or whatever. Um, but just know you really won't know what's going on in Pennsylvania um, probably for several days. Yeah. Several days. So what do you think watching all of this, Diana, as a, you know, a it's foreigner looking in i mean you you appreciate obviously the what america has to offer right and so what is what does this look like to you yeah i mean i think for me it's interesting that i, I feel like personally involved in the country that is not my home country that i wasn't born in and i didn't grow up in but i value it so much and i believe oftentimes more than americans do you know, to be honest, so and why our do you pastors think that say is? the same thing. You know, they came in from South Africa. When you come out of something and you know what it's like not to have the freedom that America has mm -hmm. and the rights that America has, the constitution that America has, and you've seen that and you come into a country and you see this is, it does exist. Mm -hmm. And uh, that people lack the understanding. That to me is like absolutely shocking. When you have a country that's been founded um, on such just, I mean, beautiful principles, you know, with the foundation in the word of God. And obviously you, you have the evidence. America is the greatest country in the world. I mean, nobody right. can say anything. It's a world power. It's a leading nation in many, many ways. And uh, people come here from all over. It's the American dream. You know, they want to win the green card. People come illegally, whatever it takes. You know, they come here. You can't say that of any other country. Mm -hmm. Nobody's trying to do that in any other country. Nobody's, <laughs> nobody's trying fighting to... to get into Mexico. Right? And nobody's fighting to get into. <laughs> You're not digging tunnels going to Dubai. You know? yeah. <laughs> like Stuff like that. Yeah. You know, but it's like. That, that's the thing for me where I'm like, you know, and uh, even like living in Germany, I was never really involved in politics. I never, we talked about it in school, obviously that taught us how it all works and all of that stuff, but you never really felt affected by it much, you know, like mm -hmm. you go by your everyday life, um, you work, you go to school, whatever you need to do. And politics don't really affect you until the, it does. Right. And I think now everyone in the world with this pandemic has experienced what government can do to impact your everyday life. Right. Literally right, right. everyday life. Because before you would just go about your life. I mean, I know growing up, in, I never 
was never interested because I'm like, how does politics affect me? You know, they do their thing. We do our thing. We work, we get our paychecks, you know, whatever. And, um, but I think now people realize, oh, there's a governor and they can tell you to put masks on and they tell you to stay home mm -hmm. and they tell you can't visit your relatives. You can't go to nursing home. You can't go to a hospital. You can't have a pastor visit you and stuff like that. And I mean, they control the air you breathe now. Right. Right, exactly. <laughs> it, it's come to a point where it's like, wow, politics actually influences my life when it comes down to it, mm -hmm. and uh, in a in a big way. I mean, th there's a, how much further are they going to go? I mean, we're, t we're already talking about mandatory vaccines. Now they want to literally physically inject you and not give you a choice. And now we're talking something that you can't be quiet about. As any human being, you can't be quiet about it anymore. Right. You know, you had peace for such a long time. You know, things were going okay. I mean, you have your up and downs in countries, you know, money devalues and crashes and whatever. But now it's really something that every single person feels, no matter um, if you're the elite or if you're at the bottom, it impacts everybody across the board. Well, I always yeah. thought that if there was to be anything good that comes out of what's happening here it's it's the good of the awakening of the people like you said as to just how much government can control your life if you let them right. control your life right. absolutely and a lot of people are i think one of the things that has really hit home all of the sudden is going around the country the one thing that I hear over and over and over again is I can't believe how much people have allowed their government to do like complete disbelief at the, the way we've just sort of bowed down and said, yes, please close our businesses. No, we won't go to church. No, we won't have Thanksgiving. And the people are, are stunned at how yep. complacent, how easily the government has just assumed this, boom, complete totalitarian role of our society. It's absolutely yep. crazy. Absolutely yep. crazy. It's really eye-opening to see, like, where people are at. I think many times, you know, as, as, like, a normal person, you know, going through your school, going about your average life, you think, well, I'm not a politician, so I don't have influence. Right. Or I'm not like, you know, on TV, I'm not a superstar. I'm not somebody people would listen to. That's like the the first thing I believe no, that would come to my mind. Mm -hmm. If somebody would come to my business and show me what, what can I do? What rights do I have? And that comes down to education. And so right. and growing up in Germany, I think one of the things that I, I feel Germans are really famous is about suing people. Because they know they have the right to sue you. You do this. I did not are, know that about yeah, Germany, oh, by Germans, the way. Germans love suing. They will sue their neighbor if their tree, the branch, reaches across into their yard. Mm -hmm. And they know they're right, that you, your tree cannot grow in my yard, so I'm going to sue you. I'm going to make mm -hmm. you cut it off because that's my right to protect my property and all of that stuff. You know, you, you throw something in my yard, I can sue you. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, so people do know to some point, like, this is what I have the power to do. Right. You know, when it comes to other people, but then do I have any power to do anything against government? And people actually just don't believe they have any. 
Well, I'm hoping that we start realizing that there's more to government than just voting. That we start. And that's the one thing that I've been seeing people get involved because, you know, Sonny has actually uh, called into our uh, local Board of County Commissioner meeting several times and people are getting involved on a local level more often than just simply going out to vote. Now, Sonny, you 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 represent a a the millennials. The millennials. I would say a demographic of young people. Yeah, <laughs> a, a demographic, demographic of young of people. Young people. <laughs> yeah. So, that's see good. how I said that? Yeah. That was very nice, nice wasn't it? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> the demographic <laughs> of young people. I kind of want to figure to see what you're you're noticing because we hang with a different kind of crowd, yes. right? So our group, for sure, our group is not your typical group of people right no so we're we actually all sit under a pastor who who speaks a shocking truth <laughs> about government who's, who's yeah. actually wrote, written shocking books about shock, truth shocking in government you know <laughs> shocking because the rest of the world you know doesn't talk about them and here we not only have somebody talking about them but a pastor mm -hmm. talking about them but you're also Double shocker. your pennsylvania girl I yes. mean, this is like pennsylvania girl. the key state the, the, the keystone state so what do you what are your thoughts on this how it's going what well are, let me what, ask yeah go ahead what what, what about the young people left that that you communicate with mm -hmm. still in pennsylvania what are they like um I, I don't want to say that I don't communicate with anyone from Pennsylvania, but I almost <laughs> communicate with no one from Pennsylvania <laughs> other than my family. I, I think that young people, I think that they, how, what's the best way to say it? I, from what I've seen, I really do think this, it's a very silent majority who have very, like, at least mildly conservative beliefs. Mm -hmm. um, the media would have you think otherwise, that every single person under the age of 30 is in the streets, um, so you, you lighting businesses a, on a, fire. You think there's a lot of these hidden Trump yes. voters in the millennial crowd that yes. people are discounting? Yes, I definitely think that young conservatives and young Trump supporters are like in the closet. Mm -hmm. So it's like in a the is best that, way that I could put it. Is that because there's such a peer pressure within your community, within yes. your demographic? Yes, because people my age who are of a more liberal persuasion, they're more likely to just attack you. Vicious And, and not just attack, <laughs> not just attack your beliefs but like they will go for the jugular they will attack your your character because i i used to work at an olive garden and even though i hold extremely conservative beliefs um i would never talk about them when i was at olive garden because it was not worth it to me because those people were vicious they'll take your job yes it's a cancel culture yeah definitely definitely cancel culture. So I think that's why more young people don't speak out. And I also think it's because they, even though they, they agree with a lot of conservative beliefs, if you talk to them one-on-one, -on -one, for example, I worked with a girl who swears she's liberal. 
she swears she's a liberal. But if I talk to her, she agrees with everything I say. <laughs> so I'm like, are she you really a liberal? Really means, or do you, you know? just think you're a right. liberal because this or is what the media... she just thinks she needs to be a liberal because... Yeah. She's in that age group, but well, we, she doesn't feel that. Well, you talk to them one-on-one, -on -one, and they're you're like, uh, I actually think you might be yeah. conservative. Yeah, based I think on that's true. That's true. We talked about that a lot, and people do not connect their their values to their vote. Mm -hmm. They don't connect their values to to these kind of decisions. It, mm -hmm. It's kind of crazy to me. So, but I so I think you're right. There, there's just a lot of them that they don't understand really where their beliefs fall on the spectrum. I, I think a lot of them too, they get caught in the trendy, like trendy waves, like yeah. black lives matter. They just get so caught in it or like me too movement. They get so caught on these, in these trendy buzzwords that they, mm -hmm. these like phrases that it makes them think they're liberal. But like I said, you sit just down a with hashtag them. with yeah. no meaning. Yeah. You sit right. down and you talk with them. And you're like, I don't know if you really are, are liberal. I think people fail to see the big picture. Ultimately, it's like, yeah, there's one thing this side is saying, and I agree with it, which that has to disagree with everything the other side is saying, mm -hmm. you know, and that's why they're pushing this, you know, the LGBTQ, right? Like, apparently, conservatives, we hate them and we want to make their life hell. That's what they present us at, <laughs> where, where it's like, no, I mean, you can do whatever you want. Just leave us alone. Right. Like, just like, don't, leave us alone to do what we want to do. Don't force us to change our belief so that you don't feel excluded, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, go go build your own church, build your LGBTQ church, you know? And and there is some. You can find it, you know? It's all out there. Yeah, let them let them marry each other. You know what I mean? You, you, you have a pastor. Let the pastor marry you. What has that got to do with us? And I think no, we've talked about that a lot. Shut down your restaurant, shut down your church, shut down your business, everything. Your bakery. You, you can't, you are not supposed to exist. Yeah. You, we want, we don't care if they exist. You want to go over there, do your thing or wherever you want to do whatever. But it's they want to invade where you're at and make you go away. Right. Yet we are the ones accused of having that's the that art mentality. of what they're right. Really exactly. Doing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. truly an art of manipulation and deception. Um, that they're using to to really make people believe what they want them to believe, mm -hmm. right? Because they, they want their vote, obviously. They want to be in power. That's their entire agenda. They want to change everything. Um, and we know as believers the, the big picture, which is obviously mm -hmm. the one world government, the end mm -hmm. times and all of that stuff. You know, and people don't, you don't need to believe any of it. But um, ultimately, I think the paradox is so evident is that they're all about inclusion. They're all about, you know, progress. We're moving forward. You know, anybody who's conservative, they're stuck in the past. You know, everyone that's not for the, the green energy is stuck in the past. You know, they're all doing this old stuff and we need to move forward because we're smarter. We're more intellectual. And honestly, <laughs> looking from our side, it's like it's going backwards. Mm -hmm. I think I saw this tweet uh, that somebody tweeted about, um, they retweeted uh, Joe Biden saying uh, you need a president that believes in science because Donald Trump doesn't believe in the whole climate change, whatever. Right. Which they all say it's a fact. It's a fact. Climate change is a fact, which it's not. Right. It's well, really not. Climate and change is the fact. The What is not a fact is that we are causing it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because the climate has been changing since 
since the planet was created. Changed and, and it changed today. Yeah, yeah. we're now oh moving. Goodness. It was really cold, this, it was cold it was this morning. Cold. But it was definitely today. global warming. I mean, you look at it and, you know, I don't know, because I'm also a scientific nerd, I know that it changes because of solar changes, because the sun goes in cycles, and that's what changes. What I think is so arrogant about that climate change man created climate change ideology is it's so arrogant it is so stinking arrogant that we are so important on the globe <laughs> right. that we cause something that the sun could not cause right you've got this huge nuclear ball of fire that that heats planets to a certain degree, all the way out to the end of, of our planetary trail here. And yet we got to believe that, you know, my little SUV does more to the planet than this big ball of nuclear fire. It's again, perspective, yeah. you know, see the bigger picture and, and people don't want to see it. And I think another thing that's really shocking to me is like the people being naive about it that I, I just want to walk around and ask people, do you think that everyone uh, in power has your best interests at heart? Mm -hmm. I mean, nobody would say, yeah, sure. Whenever there's money and power involved, people go over dead bodies, um, which is a fact, yeah. you know? But obviously, you know, with movies and all of that, you think that's way too evil. That's way too wicked. That can't be human trafficking. That can't be the selling of baby organs. That can't be true, you know? I mean, there's like this, this ultimate, you know, human thing on the inside of people. It's like, no, it can't be that evil. And that's why like that we can't even go there. And anybody who goes there is a conspiracy theorist, right? you know, immediately when it's like, no, there, there has been wicked people. You know that for a fact. There has been very wicked people all throughout history. You know, very famous one is Adolf Hitler. <laughs> he he existed. Yeah. He was wicked. Yeah, we but know there everything are people that deny that, you know, these days. They don't even they don't even admit that the Holocaust happened. Sorry. Yeah, what? it's crazy. Yeah. So, so you know, I just want to tell people, like, no, there's still people out there that literally do not care. They will kill people, you know, they, yeah. they will do whatever it takes. And they are in power. They are in offices. Right. And it's not obviously out there obvious because then they would be in prison. But. Yeah, I, I think uh, to, uh, to some extent, that's kind of the core Democrat Party worldview, really. They, they literally don't care about people. They don't. Uh, no, you know, they care about can, people. They care about me, people. They, I, people. They the, 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 the one person they care about that's people just, that serve their interests. Yeah, yeah. and and my my circle of but people. You know, if, but the bottom line is, it's just me. You know. If yeah, if you the way they use people, like the black community, the the, the yes. minority community, as a pretense for mm -hmm. you know their own ends. I mean, demonstrates you don't care for people. If you care for people, you don't. You don't use people like that. You don't. You don't do murder that. babies if you care Absolutely. for people. I mean, think of, think of. Well, that's why they say it's tissue and not a baby. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's all vocabulary. Right. Yeah, par they call it. I mean, that's parasites like, don't have rights, right? Yeah. yeah, that's it's not. No, but they, if you found life on Mars, they'd be screaming right. about it's somebody oh, has life. So this oh, yeah, life yeah. has life. animals. Yeah, animals. single cells thing uh -huh. on Mars all of a sudden. But a, but a human person forming is a parasite. Yeah. Sonny, I don't want to sound condescending, Crazy. but 
This is my my question as the representative of that youth genre. Okay, I'm ready. You ready? So, do you think that a lot of what's going on in this this age group is still the kind of holdover of I have to belong to a group, right? So I have to fit in. Sort of a remnant of the high school thing. I got to fit in. Arrested development. Well, but I don't think it's arrested because. Okay, I felt it. Juvenile mentality. Yeah, but it's you haven't gotten past that yet. First off, all these people are in college, so they've never really had to live on their own. Because I'm going to tell you, I, I mean, the many of you guys out there who know me know I was a hardcore socialist. I was a God-hating, atheist, hardcore socialist. And then I graduated from college, Right. When you have to stand, when on I had to feet. stand on my own two feet, yeah. when I had to provide for myself, then I started caring less about what other people thought about me and more about what my responsibilities were. So, do you see that in your generation? The the sort of uh, absolutely focused on what people think about me, so I have to fit in, and that's why I have to be liberal, even though I'm actually ideologically conservative. Yeah, I think a lot of young people just get caught up in. Oh, what what would what is everybody going to think of me if they want they they don't want anyone to think oh I'm not cool anymore cuz I like Donald Trump Donald Trump or, or I have I don't they wouldn't want to come out and say oh well I don't necessarily agree with abortion mm -hmm. cuz they they just want to fit in. I think there's definitely definitely a lot of that with young people or maybe they they feel like they don't know enough to argue their side, even though deep down, maybe they have a conviction. I don't think abortion is right, but I don't, I'm not sure how I could argue that. So I just don't say anything. Maybe they feel like they're not, they're not educated enough. Ah, so it is a, a lack of knowledge that gives them a lack of confidence to actually stand up for what they believe in. Yeah. So it's just easier to fit in. It's easier to just go along because they don't necessarily know how to argue what they believe even though they believe it. So they just don't say anything. So something just... Well, there are exceptions. Yeah. I mean, you're oh, not saying like, no, 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 no. Because obviously there's exceptions. And JC and I have experienced what we right. call the counter millennials or yeah. the liberty millennials all over the country. So it's not really age thing. It's just there's, there's something that... <clears throat> you have to connect with, you know, there's, there's knowledge and virtue there, you know, that really has to, you, you have to have that revelation, that moment where, yeah. where you discern truth from the sort of sugar coated fairy tales of your youth. You mm -hmm. know, when, like the saying is about how, when you're young, you know, you're liberal, well, when you're exactly, old, you, you become conservative. Yeah. If you're, if you're not Otherwise, liberal, when you were young, you never had a heart. If you're not conservative, when you're old, you never get a brain. Yeah, mm -hmm. Right. But I was just thinking about that. Cause when you think about that, so something causes you to transition, right? There's a transition, but I don't know if that's saying so true anymore because now the young, you know, the liberal is not the one with the heart anymore. Because they're the vicious, hating kind yeah, of people right. now. Yeah. It's pretense. But they, they still use that whole caring narrative mm -hmm. as a cover for, you know, to recruit and fool people and deceive people. They they talk about caring for people while they're the most violent, vicious people in the world. You know, it just 
Winged Infinity had said this earlier. Winged Infinity is somebody who's regularly in our little chat room here. But I think that what we boil down to is, and I, JC, you probably chime in here, but you guys also too. When you're talking about the difference between a, a younger demographic and the liberal and the conservative, would you not agree that the difference is not just simply ideological, but spiritual? Oh, yes. Right? So when you are spiritually mature, you are not a liberal socialist. No, <laughs> no, no. It's impossible. Where were we talking about that earlier? You were talking about the African-American community. When you see the African-American community standing up for conservative values, it's because that because they're the yeah. they're the ones that are spiritually connected, mm -hmm. not the ones that are are living in a godless society. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you, James, for a super chat. Hope you can get to Wisconsin someday yeah, again. Green yeah. Bay. All right. Awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's something we notice what you're talking about when you know you see this president has more support in the black community than any Republican president, um, I guess since Lincoln, you could say. Uh, but as we've traveled and we, we watched that demographic rising and expanding, that was something we began to notice in the last couple of years. So it's not mm -hmm. just this general, you know, general following in the black community. Uh, what we've discovered is those folks by and large in the black community that are that are turning for Trump are people of faith yes. or people influenced by the church in that community. Um, you know, th there's a small segment that's that's an exception to that. But that's been the the broad observation of what we've seen. So uh, really the the expansion or let me let me say it like this, the movement in the black community away from the Democrat plantation has by and large been a faith movement. I just have to say, because mm -hmm. uh, if you, that seems to be the thing to me, if you don't have that element of, of virtue within you, uh, I mean, what's what's going to draw you away from the Democrat uh, propaganda? Because it is, it is really an anti-virtuous ideology. It's it's a depraved, the, the, the your average Democrat uh, platform and your average Democrat viewpoint is a depraved worldview. Bottom line, it yeah. just is what it is. And we talked about this the other night. That's something that's happening in places like Western Pennsylvania, rural Pennsylvania, rural uh, Wisconsin, Michigan, all of these places that these de rural Democrats who uh, have been traditionally tied to faith and morality are waking up and saying this Democrat party is no longer my Democrat party. So it is an it is an incredibly depraved and destructive Democrat party that that we are currently seeing on the scene and more and more Democrats have have awakened to that. So this is really let me I was just using this phrase what pastor talks about. This is really a uh, a type of great awakening that's happening. Mm -hmm. This is what we're seeing. Uh, that's just the bottom line. I think that's that's what's going on. Now, you're not going to hear that on the on Fox and the political talk shows and all this sort of stuff. But I'm telling you, traveling the country, we tra we've traveled 200, 265 meetings in over 22 states every year for almost a decade. We see tens of thousands of people. We've seen tens of thousands of people a month for the last eight years. And I'm telling you, uh, this is a faith movement. 
period. Absolutely. You know, I'm watching these two channels, CNN and Fox. Isn't it amazing? And CNN must be getting a whole lot of money from the Smith Modernization Act <laughs> because I'm going back and forth. Uh, Fox News is nothing but commercials. I mean, commercial after commercial, they like do four minutes of broadcasting yeah. and then commercials. There hasn't been a single commercial on CNN yet. Soros doesn't need commercials. Soros doesn't. Yeah, I don't. He, he can afford just, not to have commercials. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But do you yeah. notice the redness? You notice mm -hmm. all the red on CNN. When yes. you look over here at this screen, everything yeah. is red. They mm -hmm. are desperately trying to motivate their Democrat voters. In and they're telling them constantly, Trump's winning, Trump's winning, go vote. Well, it's and too Fox late now. The polls the are closed. Right? Not, not on the West Coast. So they close in just a few minutes on the West Coast. Three three minutes and 49 seconds. So it's funny. It'll It's funny. Maybe that'll change uh, in three minutes. But it's so been consistently polls, there. Have you guys seen it? If yeah, you look yeah, over here, it's yeah, always right. red. So the polls in California don't close till eight instead of seven? Apparently, because I, I just saw on the ticker that they close in, a, in just a few minutes all mm. along the West Coast. Yeah, well, they got it right there on CNN. It says the next poll. Yeah, this, look at that. Just everything red. Wow. So red. <laughs> I wish I could put that up there so people could see That's that. That's crazy. Mm. But uh, so uh, no, North Carolina, North Carolina quickly... Uh, with 93% reporting, Donald Trump has increased his lead in North Carolina. He was below, he was close to half a point ahead before. Uh, now he's almost two points ahead or a point and a half. So that he's tripled. The lead has tripled with 93% reporting. In Pennsylvania. In um, North Carolina. Oh, North Carolina. Wasn't that the one that they were just like, oh, we don't know if Trump's going to win that uh, one. It's going to be close. They were saying it was going to turn blue. Georgia's, yeah. Georgia's going to turn blue. North Carolina's going to turn blue. Uh, Biden's going to win Florida. Another commercial on Fox, everybody. Sure. <laughs> Still no commercials on yeah, CNN. Let's go through the map again, JC. Can we... Do yeah. we just update this like this and it tells us where everybody is? Yeah, the quick probably the quickest one okay. is to look over here on on the Google hover. Do you over have to that. refresh it? So again, Florida was at 47, 48, 49, 50, 51, four points ahead. It's uh what almost four hundred thousand votes. And I believe twenty sixteen was closer than that. So glad to be in Florida. So Florida, no way. That Biden wins Florida. Georgia, Georgia, Trump 000. is way ahead. They uh, say only in Georgia with, with sixty-five reporting. Why wow. are the Georgians so slow at counting their votes? Yeah. I mean, seriously, they're in the same time zone we are. No, it's all those buggies, all those Trump horse and buggies uh, <laughs> take a long time. Those are not in Georgia. Those were in South Carolina. South Carolina's. No, we were coming through Georgia. That was the bridge there. No, that was yeah. South Carolina. The bridge was it? Yeah, because we were crossing. Because we came and we. We went through the whole tip there. It may have been North Carolina because we came, we came through North Carolina, and so there you see North Carolina, ninety-three percent reporting, forty-eight point seven to fifty. Yeah, there's, and, and that was it was tighter earlier. Yeah, so and you so, only have what seventy thousand votes different, almost yeah. exactly seventy thousand votes different. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be close. This one's interesting. This is Virginia with almost 60% reporting. Uh, Trump is 
200,000, almost 200,000 or 150,000 in the lead. And it's called for Joe Biden. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Ohio, Trump, uh, Trump has continued to expand his lead in Ohio with ninety uh, percent reporting. Well, they originally called that one for toss, Biden, right? Mm -hmm. It was toss up, and then Biden, and then toss up, and leaning blue. Oh, what about the Great Lakes ones here? Yeah, Michigan. Wow, that's three hundred thousand votes. Guys. Still very early. It's, it's only forty-two percent. Uh, Wisconsin. Uh, that's close. Wisconsin is close. Wisconsin was close when Trump won it. I mean, Trump won Wisconsin yeah. by, I don't know, like six, 60,000. It was something right. really tight. Right. All of these are really tight when Trump won. Them. And I think they're going to be tight again. Um, but these two, I mean, those so far, and I've been watching so, CNN, CNN over here. And so far, I have Michigan this looks like Trump. I have this human nature theory, right? Because the Democrats and social media and Zucker Schmuck and all those guys have been <laughs> running around trying to beat this narrative down our throat. You can't know to, by tonight. Nobody's going to know by tonight. It's going to be weeks. It's going to be this. Here's my human nature theory. My human nature theory says the people aren't going to care a few days after tonight. I think human nature theory says we're going to, somebody's going to declare a winner and that's what's going to stick in the people's minds because they're yeah, not going to hang on to this for weeks. It's just not well, going to happen. So the thing I mean, is, how long did we carry on this mess with the hanging chads in Florida? Because I don't really yeah, remember then. But long time. Yeah. yeah. That dragged on for a couple of weeks at least. But it didn't change anything. A lot of lawsuits and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, but well, it didn't change anything because the people were still settled on who who won. I mean, you had the you, you, I mean, you always had the John Kerry people, right? They were like, Oh, Bush my guys. Gore. Oh, Bush I'm sorry. Gore. Gore. Sorry. Gore and Kerry. I always get those guys. No, I up. watched it. It was something. Like, we're gonna it was, we're gonna was, get we're gonna get our guy kind of thing, no, you know. It, it was tight. It was you know, people are thinking anybody's ball game, depending on what you probably do. watched it because it was Florida. Yeah, I don't. No, I watched it very close. Watched it very close. I was uh, not a political person. But what? Um, I thought you were born. So no, no, Remember the, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Chrisanne was not born a political junkie constitutionalist. That's not. Who well, the she one was, thing so. that'll make the difference is if it's if it's not close. Yeah, another Fox commercial. More so commercials. If, if it's not close tonight. Yeah. So if. You know, I mean, if you, you think you're down, I mean, if he's down, if one is down more than 20 some odd electoral votes and mm -hmm. we're waiting on Pennsylvania or, or less than 20 and we're waiting on Pennsylvania, then it makes a difference. But if, if it's not close, then it won't matter when Pennsylvania comes. Right. In. So and if Trump takes uh, if Trump takes Wisconsin, uh, takes Michigan. Yeah. And, you know, he's. He's, he uh, secures Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, and he could if he could flip Virginia. Mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't matter. Right. Who cares what Pennsylvania does? So right. the, the whole the whole thing about Pennsylvania was if this thing is closed then Pennsylvania could decide mm -hmm. the election. But it could also be true that it's not closed and Pennsylvania really doesn't matter. So that's what that's what really that's yeah. what's really, you know, we'll have to look for. How close is it? And that's if you start to dig in some of these numbers and the way things are trending, um, some of these don't look like Florida, for instance. Florida is 
nowhere near as close as what they were saying. I mean, this they are they are big time. If Florida holds where it's going now, they're big time wrong, big time wrong in Florida. So, you know, I mean, I don't know what that means for other states, but if that pattern holds for other states, then it may not be close at all. Yep. The landslide. Yep. Come on, somebody. Yeah, so they just, on Fox, they just talked about Georgia being uh, called for Trump. And yeah. it looks like CNN is just the same thing. Uh, but CNN's calling everybody for Trump until... So we no California is not closed yet. Look, we still have. Oh well, maybe we no, have Alaska. No, just, so is that Alaska. Alaska that closes in an hour then? Uh, yeah, Alaska's late. Right. What about Hawaii? West Coast just closed. Uh, yeah, I don't know about Hawaii. Hawaii will go blue. Yeah, and they what are they? They have like three votes. Alaska. Or something, so uh, uh, yeah, I think really Alaska's matter. three. Oh, Hawaii Hawaii's is four. four. So Trump will win Alaska. Mm -hmm. uh, Biden will win Hawaii. Yeah. So those those are givens. Yeah. Well, look at the, Texas. So Texas is the big thing. Um, the real time live has Trump ahead again. Yeah. Texas just took a big jump for Trump because another batch of votes came in. Um, let's see. North Carolina is now at 94 percent reporting and it's 50.1 percent Trump and 48.7 for Biden. So that's actually an increase. That's another point increase for Trump. We take all the points. So it's slowly, or not not one point, but I guess a tenth of a point or whatever. But uh, it, it continues to slowly increase for Trump in North Carolina. I mean, I obviously, you would have to know what's come in, like where it's come in from, Raleigh, Fayetteville, Charlotte, or urban areas, you know. Um, you would have to know whether they fully reported or not, which I think earlier they were pretty much done. And what we see coming in now are more red areas, more red counties. Mm -hmm. So it seems to be trending solidly Trump. It's going to be close. I think everybody believed North Carolina was going to be close, but it seems to be trending solidly Trump at this point. There's only 6% of the vote left uh, outstanding. So I think Trump Trump will hold, and the the so uh, the odds makers were saying that if Trump holds Florida, Georgia, and North Carolina, then the race becomes fifty fifty. Yeah. And so then it's a matter when you start looking to those Great Lakes yeah. states and uh, those kind of things. And I I don't think there's any question that Trump wins Texas. So you have the you have the Fox thing here with 131 for Biden and 108 for Trump. Over here on the on the uh, CNN thing, you have 182 for Biden. 192. 192 for Biden and 108. Yeah, 108 for Trump, even though their map is totally red. Even though their map is red. totally yeah, red. Really so they which, like, so the numbers are down sorry. in the lower left-hand corner where you can't hardly see, but the big red map mm -hmm. right in the center of the screen, so blazing for the Democrats, the rest of the Democrats, it's what it's been doing all night. Get out and vote, get out and vote. Oh my goodness. You got Wolf Blitzer now coming in there. So now it becomes Holy less crap. of an issue that all, essentially all the polls, all the mainland polls are closed. 
mainland. What is that? Like 271, 108? That's their predictions, uh, various scenarios. Yeah, so on CNN, they're just We're running various scenarios. Oh, well, you know, they at the same time of their their doom and gloom, get out to vote kind of thing going on, they also have to uh, motivate the base into thinking it's not a a, a law, you know, a, a a lost cause. I think right. It's, so we have to give them scenarios where yeah. where Biden will win. While we show this overwhelmingly red map that's supposed <laughs> to cause you to go out to vote, we got to show you the scenarios of success when you vote. Right. So we have to give you something to go mm -hmm. for. Oh look, there's Jim. <laughs> I must have a Florida channel on because they're well, like heavy in the Florida news well, over here. Well, it's the big thing because like now that's the big <laughs> splash of talking shield. about. Shield. Shield <laughs> I know, like you didn't know what that <laughs> what is. is that man? It's a face. Shield. It's a face shield. <laughs> I don't choose to wear this stupid thing. That's why it says face shield. <laughs> I, I mean, want it you looks to know, dumb, but it's what it's better than the whole mess. thing looks dumb. I don't even know. I can't even get it. That's My just favorite crazy. Of people Where in is this? Suits this is the, the Hillsborough County. Airport. We've seen several people we know. Already. Yeah, yeah. The Hillsborough <laughs> County wow, thing that's going some on. Fluffy hair there. I know, right? What does she do? I wish mine was like. Oh, dude! <laughs> did you guys ever see the interview I did? I know we get all <laughs> all. What is this? You get all all petty, but. You ever see the interview that I actually did on Fox when I, I was on Fox and Friends on the morning show one no, time? I didn't see that. Yeah, so yeah. I was on Fox so and Friends. <laughs> right. Whatever. And anyway, so when you go in to be on Fox and Friends or any of the Fox shows, you go and sit down. They have like a whole makeup thing. They do your hair. They do your makeup for you. And my oh. curly mop was made straight. And it was like. I've got pictures of it somewhere. I was like, oh, so can I hire you guys? They're like, can do you, you want us to leave your hair curly or do you want to straighten it? I was like, no, man, straighten it. I'm never going to do it at home. I might as well <laughs> let you do it, right? And so it became what I called my fox nook look, yes. you know? So you see these women on Fox, they don't do their own hair. They don't do their own makeup. And that's why they all look the same. The same, yeah. yes. Yeah. Same makeup. I was at a church once they did my hair and makeup. It was great. <laughs> All right, so that was your little hair and makeup commercial. We've been talking about all this important stuff for a while. Now we got <laughs> to have a little hair and makeup moment. Oh my um, goodness, he looks like the guy out of that movie with the egghead. That short guy. Oh, look. Grace. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What? We got to show this. This is the Biden thing. They're outside, so they don't. Oh, look, that guy doesn't. Oh, he's eating. I was oh like, they don't gosh. have masks on at the Biden oh, Harris no. gathering. It's because. There. This looks just so it looks bad. Lame. Oh, they got a cardboard cutout. <laughs> that looks so lame. Look at that. That you looks know, anything lame. Trump does oh, is like can five we hear stars. it? Oh, that's cringy. This is I know. I'm like cringing at that. <laughs> wow. Why would you want to show that? Good that's so embarrassing. If you, I know. <laughs> that's so lame. Trump rallies look like Reinhard Bonnke crusades. Hey, hey, go down, <laughs> go down to the local bar guys and tell them we got free food at the Biden event. Because that's the only way people will come. <laughs> oh, and so out a free hot dog. Queen Castro. Boo his. Boo. 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 <laughs> Get her off Nobody the wants you. Get out she's of here. She's got a ship on her face. I know why she's wearing that mask. 
she doesn't want us to see her face. She doesn't want to see her fangs. JC's like, the one thing I hate about coming home, every time we fly home and, and ride in that stupid tram yeah, on the airport, I know. get out of here. Ah. I'm the mayor of Tampa. Mayor Jane Caster. Oh. It would be so much more welcoming without you. If I was mm -hmm. meeting Jane Caster, I would bring a, I would bring a crucifix. <laughs> yeah. Garlic. Biden crying, Garlic. driving. There you go, Dr. Sean. Garlic. <laughs> crucifix. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, let me check yeah. out the Senate. Oh, yeah, uh, that's going to be really important, the Senate race. Yeah. Because this is the big deal, right? So Biden has already admitted that they want to pack the court, right? They want to pack out the Supreme well, Court. Well, he didn't say anything to that. Oh, uh, well, but, you know, he actually did later say... <laughs> Everything's on the table. Everything's on the table. Right. Well, remember... The president can't do that. The president can't increase the number of seats. That has to come through Congress. Congress is the only one that increases the number of seats. And so in order to do that, they have to win the House and the Senate. So the Senate numbers are really important. Yeah. Are you seeing anything? Well, uh, Hickenbacker apparently defeated Cory Gardner. So that's one, uh, one seat that uh that the democrats pick up um i also saw earlier that we actually uh that the republicans actually picked up a seat from the democrats as well so i i noticed that that it was like a trade off yeah. for a second so right now it's 44 to 43 democrats so dragon's talent says fox news just called florida for trump yeah which yeah, which is crazy. CNN which did it you could have. <laughs> I was gonna say that's the one you could have called hours ago. I know, ago, right? And the one they shouldn't have called, they were calling immediately. Right. Well, most people don't realize the national demographic of Florida. So but everybody when, knows the Panhandle by now. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know yeah. that's Republican. That's everybody Republican. knows that. Well, but here's here's the secret about Florida politics that eludes every single national election. Yeah. It's this. When they do predictions, what they use their predictions on is based on voter registration. What party are you re registered to? Mm. So that's how they guide their predictions. The problem, the secret with Florida is we have closed primaries, which means in order to vote in your primaries, you have to be registered to a party. Well, up north, north of the I-4 corridor, uh, people are historically Democrat. They're Democrat because grandma was Democrat. They're Democrat because they're what we call Dixiecrats, the conservative Democrats. And they're Democrat because the Republicans have never really had a footprint in the rural areas. So they register Democrats so they can vote in the primaries to control the local elections. But the secret is these people who are registered Democrat actually vote Democrat local, but they vote Republican national mm -hmm. because they're conservative in value. But the Democrat Party on the local level is still a conservative Democrat. Mm -hmm. They're not in the South. Democrats are not Ocasio Cortez, right? Oh Democrats are not Kamala Harris. That name is just. Oh. Democrats in the South are like Joe Biden was. Yeah. 
when Joe Biden was was the union guy, when Joe Biden was the the uh, well, as my dad would call them, the 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 worker guy. He's for the the middle class. He's for this. Right. When Biden was that, that's who the Southern Democrats are. They're Christians. They're uh, they're conservatives, but they're Democrat by tradition. So they vote Democrat, they're registered Democrat, but when it comes to the national election, they vote Republican. So they try to call like it's some big thing that there's going to be some controversy in Florida about who's going to win. But in the end, Florida always goes red national. Because you don't, well, and especially in these days when you don't ever have an actual conservative Democrat anymore on the national level. Yeah. So Doug Collins uh, will lose his Republican seat, Senate seat in Georgia. But um, what Georgia, Georgia is different than many places. So if you don't get uh, 50, 50 percent plus one, uh, then you go to a runoff. Mm -hmm. So um, Doug <laughs> Collins was the number three. And so he conceded to the other uh, Republican in the race, um, Kelly Loeffler. So she will run against um, the Democrat in in a runoff, which I think is in January. So, he won't, oh, she, yeah. so you won't know. Well, officially, you won't know who the senator from Georgia is until January. But the senator will be the Republican because the two Republicans split the vote. They had over 40 some odd percent together. Uh, the Democrat had 20 some odd percent. So it'll be a Republican in the in the Georgia Senate seat. It'll just be a different Republican, mm -hmm. which I really liked Doug Collins. I think that's a big loss. Um, but I don't know anything about the Republican. You know, that'll take his place if, you know, she's she may be better than Doug Collins. But he was pretty solid uh, senator there. Mm -hmm. So that's really it'll be reported as a loss. It, but it's not a loss because it's not it's ultimately going to be a Republican seat. No question about that. Um, the rest are just still. Oh, Mitch McConnell is likely to win the Senate race in Kentucky. So they're projecting a win for him. So then that's when they hang on to. There's something like uh, 20, 23 seats or something that I don't know. They're, they're defending a lot of seats because you. What happens is in the midterms, you know, there's like this rejection of the president uh, or or vice versa or whatever. There's always this move in the midterm. Explain so, that rejection, because some people don't realize they're not. How do yeah. what you mean in the midterms? They're not voting for the president. Yeah. How is that a rejection so, of the president? So historically, this is how races go in, in America. So the president presidential administration comes in two years later. We have an election, right, called the midterms. And what normally happens is the president's party suffers losses uh, in in the in the Congress. Um, this time, the, the this past time with Donald Trump was the least losses of any president in like forty years. Cool. So yes, what's I with Colton? So, yes, the Congress suffered the, the, the Republicans suffered losses in the Congress during the midterms. Mm -hmm. But uh, Barack Obama suffered. I, I don't remember the exact numbers, but a lot more than yeah, Trump. And uh, the midterm losses were relatively small, but <laughs> it's still a lot of seats that came up 
you know, because of the different So they revolt terms. by not voting, voting against the party of the president. Correct. Yeah. And that was the smallest revolt. Good word. So it was the smallest revolt in a very long time mm -hmm. against President Trump. Yeah, they tried to. It I wasn't they reported tried that. To, yeah, it yeah, wasn't reported that. They tried to we, play it up like it was a, the biggest yeah, ever. We did a show on it, and because <laughs> the they were talking about ever. this repudiation of Donald Trump, and so we ran the numbers, and we figured out that it was one of the that one midterm elections always follow that pattern. Mm -hmm. uh, the the party in power loses seats always, and we determined by you know making account and looking at previous years. It was the smallest loss uh, of legislative seats in, uh, I forget how long, it was several decades. Um, and Obama's losses were much, much larger. So anyway, a lot of those those seats in the House up and then uh, seats in the Senate that they're defending because of, uh, because of the, the turnover when Trump came in, right? There was a lot of incoming, uh, new incomers and then in the midterm in the Obama administration. So anyway, you got a, a lot, a lot of seats being defended. Do we know as of yet, if any state that was red last year is blue now? Uh, see if we can pull up last year's map. Let me, let me pull up 2016 map. Cause it would be crazy to me if Trump would lose any state after everything He's done. Yeah. And everybody yeah. that has voted for him will yeah. vote for him again. It would be out of those Great Lakes states if, if there was going to be a change. Did so he Michigan, win all of them last time? Let me look. Because that's that would be the question. No, he, all of the all Great of Lakes. Those, well, I mean, he didn't win Minnesota, but yeah, okay. he won Wisconsin. He won Michigan. Uh, and he won Pennsylvania. Okay. So right now we got, but it doesn't so look like he's going to gonna win Pennsylvania back, Wisconsin, oh, Michigan, and we have um, <laughs> <laughs> Mac, Mac making over. his grand entrance. We have Iowa. They're calling Iowa for Biden, which would be calling. Well, no, no, no. Let me put. They're projecting Iowa for Biden, and that uh, was one it, that he I think had. It just happens to be in the lead at present moment. I don't yeah. know if it's projecting. Uh, so with seventy-one percent, it's a point four point three percent lead. Uh, what is that? Seventy-two eight. Uh, no, it's a one point three percent lead. Oh, so eighty seventy-two. 82, 10,000, uh, 16,000 votes? 16,000. Yeah. yeah. So well, 16,200. Yeah. And again, that depends on, you know, what districts have come in, like mm -hmm. what, what's outstanding. Right. That's, that's left. Um, Why? I, I don't, this is I don't so think weird. that'll hold. I don't think Virginia's gonna, I don't think. Well, that's weird. Why do they have Joe Biden with a check? Yeah, right. It's when been like Donald Trump is fifty percent. Yeah, it's been like that all it's night. Been Fox like called it immediately. Like, Everybody called it immediately. It's since very like seven thirty, it's been like that. But Trump Something's is fishy. Trump in is in the has been in the lead all night in Virginia. Yeah, because he. So this that's is the thing. Weird. So this is the Google results, and all of the other results, the colors reflect what the current numbers are. Virginia is the one that does not reflect what the current numbers are. It should be light red. 
But yeah, it should be light red, exactly just like this one, blue. right? Because he's actually, look at this. In North Carolina, it's light red. In Virginia, he's actually up twice what he is 61%. in North Carolina. And it's blue. Yeah. <laughs> and it's blue. What are these right? It doesn't, I mean, doesn't mean Biden won't pull it out. But yeah, there's something, there's something odd it. that's been happening with the reporting on Virginia all night. That's just weird. Because I remember you sent me that text picture, didn't you? Was that the one that you sent me the text picture Yeah, it was like, of? what the heck is going on? Why are they saying that? Um, right. Joe, why are they calling it so early? Like seven at 7.30. Yep. They but already it, were calling it for Joe Biden. But they, even at 7.30, they were, the percentages for Trump were higher. Yeah, Trump was like ridiculously in the lead. Ha. I'm laughing because our... Our friend Bootlicker, I missed his message, says that JC has a really good radio voice tonight. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You have a good radio voice. All right, I'm going to see what Newsmax is. Newsmax? Yeah, people have been saying go to Newsmax. Go to Newsmax. I mean, they're pretty, you know. I want to hear more insights from, from you ladies. I mean, there was great, great. I know, insights, great man. conversations. I, I feel like yeah. About halfway through this, I'm thinking I should not even be here. <laughs> Please. So there should be some testosterone in the place. Some. Yeah. But uh, well, you got your dog too. No, he doesn't have any testosterone anymore. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh, so we talked about Mac is Mac is minus his testosterone. He's still a boy. So, yeah. Well, we talked so about So you so here you go. You have to be a citizen now to vote in Florida. It also wow. mentioned now it, it all I could have voted last year. <laughs> you could have voted Trump. in this election. <laughs> it also mentioned something Seriously? about like, what is this? Non-residents will no longer be allowed to vote in Florida. It yeah. it, it was like Non-resident aliens. Yeah. I thought it was always citizens. What did I miss? Yeah, Florida's weird. Floor is is Florida's really weird. It's like green card holders so can vote. This would mean that JC is the rooster in the hen house. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Well, because I'm registered to vote in Florida, but mm -hmm. I'm not a resident of Florida. Oh, so that okay. means that I won't be able to vote in Florida again. So you unless have to get, I become a Florida resident. You have to do a mail-in ballot in Pennsylvania. I would have to do that for yeah. the next election if I don't become a resident. Unless you decide to move down here. Well, Change I mean, I already live here. Yeah. But yeah, I would have to like go through. No, but all I mean, that. yeah. Change like, your move, move. Which seems license. like a lot. It is a lot. That seems like that's why I never have become a Florida resident. What are the benefits of being a Pennsylvania resident? Right. The, Except for, well, if it's you're, easier to get a conceal and carry license. If you're 23, it's easier to just put your mom's address down for everything official. <laughs> but, well, you know what? You know why I never changed my residence is because I, I never, you know, from being in college, I never felt like any of my apartments were permanent living arrangements for me uh -huh. so i didn't want to say oh my permanent residence is such and such apartment and then i move Talk away to me about that and <laughs> permanent residence yeah i didn't want to <laughs> i just <laughs> it's a lot easier to just let all my official documents end up at my mom's house so far john james is leading in michigan and that's the senate race 
Yeah, and looks like Tom Tillis will hold on to his seat in North Carolina. Oh boy, Lindsey Graham, Graham wins. will win in South Carolina. Uh, At least it doesn't give him a, a Democrat majority. Yeah, although he is pretty much a Democrat, so. Uh, he's he's become he's become like a conservative barking dog this last during the this last yeah. uh, two years of Trump. Is he a Trumper? He is now. He. He became a big Trump supporter. He started almost like a never Trumper. So when did it change? I, you know, he it started to change during the the whole Russia collusion hoax. Oh. That that's something. Well, the Kavanaugh hearings. I really think the Kavanaugh hearings that was horrible. was like that his was just really set him off. Yeah. And uh, he's been he's been a lot more conservative than in the past. But yeah. it, it really ticked him off big time watching what happened to Kavanaugh. Yeah. Excuse me. That was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. So. Oh, it's getting hard for me to sit here. But the, uh, so the, the Democrats the needed a, <laughs> Democrats needed, need a net plus four gain. You guys recognize that face right there? Val. <laughs> Good night, Val. Val, we was at, uh, in Texas with us. Oh, I do remember her. Good night, Val. Good night, Val. <laughs> How can I forget? Yeah. See, Dragon's Talent, that's what I was hoping that JC was going to say. When John McCain died is when I saw the flip in Lindsey Graham. Yeah. It was like McCain had some psychic control over Lindsey Graham and that once he died, all of the sudden, yeah, he was somebody different. Yeah, a lot of that stuff all happened the same Kind of around the same time, but yeah, it's very true. Oh, very hey, true. JC, are there buddy. are there riots going on already? Are that well? They were already they were already I'm sure uh, they were set doing ready stuff to in go. DC. I, so how come it's not on the CNN and and Fox News then? Yeah, so uh, we gotta, earlier, where do we find that? Yeah, so earlier in the day, I meant to, I meant to mention this earlier in the evening. Um, There's some searching up here. There were some of the secret BLM and Antifa chats. Oh. So there's a couple groups, one called the They They Them Collective. Oh my god. Uh, and another one called Black Block. Oh, somebody talked about them, the they them on yeah. in the chat room. And I so, was like, what the heck? I've never yeah. heard of they them. So what the, is that? They them collective and a group called Black Block. Uh they were they were actually this was around mm. um I think about nine o'clock that I saw that I uh, was watching this. And so they were actually already headed out to cause mayhem. And I think it was that they, them collective in their, in their secret little chat room uh, was saying how that the cops and helicopters were following them. Mm -hmm. And so they called off what they were doing. Uh, and I, and I think they were talking about regrouping. So then I'm not surprised that they would make their way back out. So, yeah. Is that what's happening now? Pack your bags. Pack your bags. Yeah. That's what Biden said, I think, in the Pennsylvania meeting. Yeah. It's time for Trump to pack his bags and get out of town. Yeah. But, it's so great so the how New York that party thing, is all about inclusion and right, tolerance right. and, you know, accepting people. Yeah. And I mean, it's just the greatest hypocrisy. 
Yeah, retarded names, right? They, mm -hmm. they, them. Some of that pronoun. What is? The, I don't even pronoun. know what that means. They, them, whatever. I, it's, it's that retarded. He, him. I don't she, know. Her. They, yeah, they do that at the. <laughs> I, I don't even know. And I like to be addressed as she, she her. her. If you yeah. couldn't tell. I guess they're. They they declare what pronouns they prefer. Oh, so they do that in universities. You, know, you have like a self. It's like us, you know, when you self-identify or whatever, so you have to say what your pronouns are. No, I saw the funniest. Yeah, the BLM guys. Oh, wait a minute. I got to go grab my Starbucks before I go out to my my Black Lives Matter protest. That would be me. <laughs> no, I saw the funniest meme from the Babylon Bee. They said, business owners boarding up in case the party of love and tolerance loses. Yes, there you go. I love the Babylon Bee. They're awesome. They're awesome. You know they're Christian. Yeah. I love Babylon Bee. They're hilarious. Biden lost. It's time to burn down a donut shop and steal television. Yeah. Yeah, so this is all the boarding up going was going on earlier. The business is boarding up in D.C. And then they put a... Not no, because of Trump, people. No climb right. Yeah, because they're scared of... Oh, there was that, that picture White was House. of the no climb fence yeah. around the White House. If I had a business in D.C., I would so, be boarding it and up. And the NYPD uh, chief said that they had... What is that? Some random picture of some millennial... They had the intelligence on all these folks. He said, we know who you are and we yeah. will deal with you. Mm -hmm. So that's in New York they City. They want this. D.C., I can't imagine it's any different. Surely yeah. they know. I mean, I've. Oh, come on. You got the. I follow all these guys. There yeah. for Pete's sake. This is seriously the I Middle follow East. These guys. Like, I'm telling you. Well, that's. Sure so when that's what's my. Actually, it was on my mind, Yana. Was, when there's elections when going this. on in the Middle East, in India, like, you're not supposed to be out on the streets. They're burning tires. They're doing all this crazy <laughs> stuff. They're like shooting <laughs> in the air and whatever. You know, and it's like. Who in the world could have done this to America? There's the and no climb not, fence. I'm it's it's the it's crazy, and military and police and all of this stuff. You know, it's like for me, like I never ever 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 thought I would see this here. And people always think, oh, it's so far away, the Middle Eastern conflict and all mm -hmm. the terror that's happening there and the shelling and the bombing and all of that. And this is how it all starts. It all starts with political conflict and then you throw religion in there, mm -hmm. you know, and oh, then the whole thing. Just you got to have the Trump thing so you can think that maybe the boards are up there in case Trump loses. Yeah. No, I don't think nobody buys that, do they? Yeah, because if Trump loses, we're going to burn down Tampa tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. See, there you go. Yeah, we didn't. We Nobody's painting uh -huh. Biden on the on the things. So, Yana, have you been involved in an international uh, election experience like this? Um. Well, I was in India during election times. And basically, I mean, I was just there, you know, uh, helping believers going out preaching mm -hmm. the gospel and uh, the pastor wouldn't let me outside. Yeah. He wouldn't let me go. And, but you know, he was just concerned, concerned for my safety. And right. so he's like, no, there's no way we send our people. Obviously our people are used to it. You know, they know where to go, what to do, what not to right. do and whatever. And, and so I couldn't go out on the streets because you don't know what happens, especially as a foreigner. Um, you know, you can get kidnapped, all kinds of things, you know? So yeah, but um, 
South Sudan, I mean, the conflict down there, you know, it's just crazy rebels, you know, shooting people in the middle of the night. I mean, just stuff like that, where I'm like, you know, you would never think that that would happen in such a developed first nation, you know, like first world nation. Um, you think, you know, but we don't behave like a first world nation anymore for Pete's sakes. I mean, I just, it, it it's absolutely crazy. Oh, look, here's a, as an Indian, you, you did not, uh, you did not go out during the elections. They know, they Indian. know. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's nuts. It's like, and, you know, and you would think because especially this is the funny thing, because it's really the Democratic side that is saying, like, we want progress and, you know, yeah. we're, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. going forward and we're the better people because we love the homosexuals and we want this and we want that, you know, and we want people to pick their gender and all of that stuff, you know, be free, do whatever you want. You know, nobody's going to hold you back, whatever. And um, they're the ones that are actually driving all of the hate, all of the division, using people, abusing people. And um, it's it's crazy to me how they don't see it. The only explanation is that it's demonic. People are deceived and blinded um, to all of this. It's definitely a spiritual thing. I mean, nobody with logical thinking. And it's interesting because there's been so many videos, and especially when our pastor got arrested, and there was this atheist, um, you know, totally defending him yeah. while in the meantime cussing and doing all of that stuff you know and it's it's and he like he understood the constitution he understood yeah. the rights and he's like hey i don't agree with what they do i don't believe what they believe but they have rights right and that's literally what it's actually about and that's not what democrats do they want to strip us of our rights right you know and making it look like we're the ones holding people back from exercising all their rights Right, because it's about it's about them, but not about anybody else. See, for us, the Constitution says, or, or the or the Declaration of Independence says, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and endowed by their Creator with certain inalienable rights. For us, it's everybody. For them, it's me. So you get the hashtag Me Too, yeah. right? And because they don't it's believe all about in me. God. You know, I mean, it's, I'm they're the they're saying up there, you know, like. Biden and Kamala, you know, both saying like we're believers because mm -hmm. obviously the Republican side is asking why you're against the the new chief justice, right? Mm -hmm. um, because she's Catholic and she would not agree with all the nonsense that we disagree with in, in our beliefs. And that she mm -hmm. is such an intelligent woman. I mean, the way that she explained, you know, she's not judging people by her own personal choices right. and convictions, but by the law. But obviously, they don't want to make it look like that, that that's even possible. Like, we right. can't even do that because we're Christian and conservative. We can't even, you know, even look at that being a possibility that we take our personal choices and emotions out of it because they don't. They well, don't they, know how to do that. They get mad when you have somebody who who is passionate, intelligent, and convicted uh, when they're not their passions, their convictions, and their knowledge, right? right. So if if uh, Barrett had been Ginsburg, who is knowledgeable, passionate, and convicted on the other side, it would have been totally okay, right? The dogma is strong in Ginsburg for sure, right? The woman spent her whole life pinpoint 
focused on singular civil rights issue, right? Singular civil rights issue. And, and they rev revere her as if she was a god. But you get somebody else that is passionate, knowledgeable, and convicted in a different direction. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, we don't want activist judges. We don't want her, you know, we don't need a judge that's driven by their, their dogma. Well, you know what? The lady that just died was that person. The lady that just died was the epitome. It's like Barrett is, is everything that Ginsburg was for women's rights, for liberty, in spite of what they try to tell you she's about, for women, civil rights of women. I mean, seriously, how do you be against civil rights for women and be a woman, a woman. Who's sitting on the Supreme freaking court, right? Uh, I, I don't, crazy. I don't even get that. How do you even no. do that? So it's all just ridiculousness, which points out their hypocrisy. No, absolutely. I mean, it's it's crazy to me how they literally master this ability to make people believe things without mm -hmm. questioning, without researching looking yeah. at the bigger picture and weighing both sides they're not weighing both sides yeah you know there's mm -hmm. always two sides to everything in life right. you know in the word of right. god in everything there's always two sides and you have to you know always see both sides yeah and of course you have to know where you're standing but that that to me is what you know and uh pastor donica actually showed a video of a uh, guy that was explaining um manipulation through um conditioning yeah through media through propaganda mm -hmm. that takes years and that cannot be taken out of people it would literally take a new generation right. to be trained um new yes and uh that people don't even realize like all the movies and everything that's out there there's always this underlying message there's always this underlying agenda everywhere um, you know, and, and we as believers, you know, we, we like pick that up. It's like, oh, th there it is. Mm -hmm. There's that agenda. There's yeah, that mm -hmm. agenda. There's that agenda. Um, because obviously we have the Holy Spirit and we have a biblical foundation of truth. And that's another thing that they completely mess up is truth. Now they're talking about this is your truth. This is my truth, which th that doesn't even <laughs> well, make any Well, but Biden sense. says we take truth over facts. So... <laughs> Well, then, you know, which which one then? What truth? My well, truth, your it, truth, their truth, yeah. them, the, them she, they truth. She, I don't, she, her truth. She, her. Them, she, her truth. The them, the, they truth. Them, the they. unlimited gender truth. Like, what what is this? You know, so yeah. people, they shake them literally at foundations and cores mm -hmm. that you would, even just a few years ago, never think could be shaken. Right. Truth over facts. They're like water over H2O. We choose water. Over no, it's choose. not. It's not actually because facts make up truth. For no, right? But but that's not how that works, right? That's not how this works because for them, truth is subjective, exactly. right? Mm -hmm. So truth is subjective, which means that he was actually right when he was saying we take truths over facts because for them. Their their perception because of truth, truth they can change. Yeah, facts outweighs they can change. facts. Mm -hmm. Period. Yeah. So and the that's whole when thing you is just it. crazy. That's when people lose it. They literally don't know right from wrong mm -hmm. at all anymore. You know. That's why I mean the whole pedophilia 
you know, lowering the age of, you know, consensus sex with minors and stuff. like. I mean, that's where that all comes in now, mm -hmm. because you shape people at the foundation of what is true, what is true for you. Or for me, that's not wrong. Right. But for you, that's wrong. Right. For me, it feels good. It doesn't hurt anybody, whatever they want to say, you know, and that's when you lose it. That's when right. that's when people literally lose their mind. And uh, th that's when you lose a society. That's when you lose morals. That's when there's moral decay and literally well, people go down a, one a thing really that bad I, path. That Zavi, Ravi Zacharias was so good at pointing out was that these people who, who believe that tr truth is subjective, they are anti-absolute. Uh, right. But being anti-absolute is an absolute. Mm-hmm. So you can't, you can't live in that kind of a paradox. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm against, I'm absolutely against absolutes. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much for proving to right. me who you are. But the, the bottom line is truth is not subjective. Uh, truth is, is, uh, is, is absolute. It's either true or it's not right now. Your feelings can change your opinions about the truth can change. But the truth itself does not Absolutely. change. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's you see one. that in your so rumor that Philadelphia just shut down their counting for the day. Well, sure. Why you not? Know, there because were, they get to go on for another six days. There were actually calls going out in Iowa. I think it was that some Democrats were calling people to uh, faking some emergency. Stay home. Don't don't come out on the street. So trying to keep people from voting. Um what like like danger riots okay stuff, this kind of yeah stuff? so this is this is my prediction this is my uh map that i predict it's pretty tight yeah I that's your that. prediction yep, well i thought you prediction. said virginia is gonna win though no i didn't say that no i, I mean and they're ahead. saying no they're not saying they're that. saying he's gonna win pennsylvania he's ahead at the moment they're saying he's gonna win pennsylvania i think he's gonna, gonna win gonna pennsylvania. pennsylvania i really think he's gonna win pennsylvania this is JC's map. This Don't be. Map. I'm just saying. This is on JC's map. I, I think he's going to win Pennsylvania. Because that's her home state. He has to win it. <laughs> yeah. So that would be instead of 273, Sonny gives gonna, him 293. Uh, there we go. I think he's going to win Virginia, too. I mean, Virginia has If he been. flips Virginia, that's, that's, that's actually back to last year. I, 306. He got 306. Although he he took Arizona is where he got. There's uh, no way he can in get 2016. Last year. I think he's really going to win by a landslide. I don't trust any of the predictions because they were so so wrong in 2016 right. that I will never trust them again. Okay, so you said that they just the rumor is they've shut down voting in Pennsylvania, right? Philadelphia. In Philadelphia. Yeah, right. It's a rumor that's going on. Okay. So even without winning Pennsylvania by your projected map, he wins. He wins. Yeah. So what mm -hmm. do we care what the count is in Pennsylvania? Well, th that means he has to win uh, Wisconsin and Michigan mm -hmm. and Iowa. Mm -hmm. uh, he's pretty much locked all these up. Uh, win Texas. Uh, now, and I, I took Nevada out. He could still win Nevada. Yeah, because they're still saying Nevada's pink. But I, right? I'm, I'm saying Nevada's likely to go Democrat. 
Yeah. I honestly wouldn't see how he would. Lose but that's my uh, that's my prediction. Yeah. So this is last year or not? What? Which state did he lose this year that he didn't have last year? Oh, what am I saying? He's going to lose yeah, uh, right. that he didn't have last year. Yeah, exactly. Um, Arizona. Let me. I mean, it would honestly be weird to me that he would have less votes. Than last year, Arizona. Yeah, and I also believe that even Arizona and Pennsylvania last election. So I'm I basically took Arizona and Pennsylvania off the board, and it looks like Maine gave it to Maine is not a winner takes all state, and last year he got one elector out of Maine. Yeah, so Maine split one three last year. Yeah, this is just that's just my uh, and he had three oh four to two two seven. Conservative. That's my conservative estimate. Not like we're in a good place then, because that's not even a best case scenario. No, exactly. Because he still could win a lot of those. Correct. Right. So I, I think you think this is uh, the worst case scenario. I would you say this is what? Yeah, this is where I feel like. Yeah, worst case scenario gets us. Yeah, you're getting like a this lot is, of kickback for Arizona in the chat yeah, room, my I, friend. I feel like this is the... <laughs> There's a lot of people well, going, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. It's, it's currently trending. It's currently trending blue, um, but it but that doesn't that doesn't mean that'll hold. But I'm saying this is this is what I think is probably the worst Trump will do. Mm-hmm. So he may get more. I don't believe he'll get less than this. I really don't. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, there's no way. Every Trump voter revoted, plus people went from Democrat to Republican. He got a whole lot yeah. more Hispanic vote this time. Everybody a whole was, lot more I'm of sure the African-American of mm-hmm. vote 100%. this time. We had Lexit, Blexit. Everyone was exiting. Yeah. But is there really anyone who voted for Trump last time well, that wouldn't vote for him again? You, you have Seriously, to. I don't think Trump so, would lose anybody. No, I, I suspect that what people I, voted for, they got. Yeah, I suspect this is possible. I suspect Trump uh, wins a larger popular vote than mm-hmm. he won last time. So there's a there's a smaller popular vote margin. So I I agree with everything you're. I think everything you're saying is correct. You got so what's this the is a difference? Really good point, yeah, you this is exactly have... what I'm about to say. Yeah. So what's the difference is the. Uh, local shifts so the shifts in the particular areas right mm-hmm. so in arizona it's it's not yeah he probably did get more of the latino vote than he had prior in mm-hmm. arizona but what about factoring in how many california liberals moved into arizona to counter that right, right. so i do think those overall trends yep overall trends of, of more black votes yes more Latino votes, yes, but uh, this happened in Texas. Texas had um, something like
Did we move? Oh, there, there we, we go. go. Woohoo! Now we're here. Somebody <laughs> got <at> us. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, now so, we're do, back. should I say that again? Yeah, you should say that again. Let me tell. So, let me tell Ryan good night. Thank you, Ryan, for joining us tonight. We've had a really great time. Uh, <laughs> this is what happens when, sorry. when the sound <laughs> yeah. gets late. So to reiterate, yes, you ladies are correct. Um, more Latino vote, uh, more black vote for sure. But as an example, Texas had 500,000 California, liberal Californians move in. They also had 400,000 uh, people from New York and New Jersey move into Texas. Mm -hmm. So the same thing happens in some of these states. So, so yes, uh, Arizona, they may have gotten more uh, Latino vote, but they're shifting demographics from some of these other liberal states. Because, by the way, that's what they do. They talked about this um, prior to Hillary Clinton. There was a discussion going around in liberal circles about liberals moving into the red states to turn them blue. So they they actually do this. They move in droves right. to try to change uh, the electoral outcome state by state. So you have to look at it state by state. So that's that's the way Trump could win fewer states than he won last time is because of the liberal invasion uh, into some of the states. Yeah. That sounds like a so I think that's possible. That, yeah. So that's possible in Arizona. I, he could still take Nevada, I think. But as I said, I believe I believe this is just my gut feeling. This is the worst Trump will do right here. So the worst Trump will do is win this He'll election. Still win. That's that's my gut feeling. Yeah, see, that's that's what uh, plain and simple said happened to Maine, was the 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 liberal flow. Yeah, yeah. no, they there is a the coordinated states. effort to do that. Yeah, that's some commitment. To actually it is. Move that's to how crazy state. they are. Yeah, that's some commitment. Oh no, there's the whole phenomenon. They call it Californication. Mm -hmm. California. <laughs> no, no. Look, when I lived in in Colorado, when I lived in Colorado in the '90s, okay, Colorado was the state was conservative because it was military and it was primarily military you know in the in the city areas you've got lots of military which usually means you have lots of conservatives right well all of a sudden uh during the late 90s all of a sudden all these california people kept started fleeing california and moving into colorado through to denver colorado springs and then all of a sudden, the state flipped. It flipped because of all the California people. Now, when you go to Texas, right, you go to Texas, Austin is blue. The state capital is blue. Dallas is turning blue because you have all these liberals moving into the high populated urban areas that are that have have figured out what we've been trying to teach for 11 years, that local power is is where the people have the most power. And so the liberals figured that out a long time ago. And so they started moving. That's part of Soros's plan. Soros bought out the state attorney's offices, bought out the county commission offices. You have the UN buying out and uh, the United Nations buying out all the local mayors, all the, uh, all the county commissioners with all their ICLE and all of that. And so they have flipped and transformed the states at the local levels, one, uh, one metropolitan area at a time. And so that's how that's happened. Yeah. And you also have to remember the margins 
of victory. Um, I should pull that map up, but look, look at, look at these states. So um, Arizona was razor thin victory in 2016. Iowa, razor thin. Wisconsin, razor thin. Michigan, razor thin. Florida, razor thin. Um, Texas was slimmer than than it has been historically. So you're talking about tight races. Oh, in Pennsylvania, razor thin. Ohio was pretty close as well. So all of these, even though Trump won all of those states, they were very, very close. So it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be miraculous. Um, all right, guys. Yeah. Miracles this time. But he still could take Arizona. I, I do believe he still yeah. could take Arizona. But even without it, I think that's what he does at worst right there. Well, I want to say. So hopefully we wake up in a few days and. Wake up in that, a few days. That's that's oh. that's the worst. <laughs> that's the worst. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us, ladies. This Thanks has been so us. much fun. When, I'm going to give you give you two minutes to make your last closing statement. So you oh. get two minutes. You get two minutes, and I'm going to turn off your mic if you over two minutes. God bless. I was just going to say, God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it's a beautiful country. Everybody was watching. You know, always vote. Always be involved. You have a voice. You have rights that. People all over the world do not have. Never take it for granted. Don't take this land for granted. Don't take the freedom you have for granted, especially as believers. Um, so never give that up ever, ever until Jesus comes back. That's all I have to say. Let me ask you one last question. What do you think, as someone who's not an American, the rest of the world is looking at right now? What are What is the rest of the world thinking as they're watching us go through this? I think they only got very limited, obviously, information about mm -hmm. what's happening. So um, they also thought that Trump would be horrendous um, for the globe mm -hmm. because they were all talking about how he has access to the nuclear weapons you know oh, and they were like goodness. you know that that's what the outside hears right Trump is you a, have this a, flamboyant guy and if he gets ticked off at a country he's, he's gonna, gonna send the, the nuke over there i mean that's how he's opposite. presented yeah that's how opposite. he's presented and yeah and he's gotten he's done peace treaties like nobody's business oh, just on goodness. the side while he's being impeached like it's absolutely crazy he's the least warmongering president I'm that we you. have had in decades i'm yeah. telling you and yeah. so yeah people only see what is being portrayed obviously and they mm -hmm. um you know they they portray him the way they want to they think it's a threat um you know if he continues and but now i mean now it has to be different i mean they have to see all the treaties and all of the things that he's doing you know the peace treaties with, I mean, countries that other people could never mm -hmm. even communicate with or bring together mm -hmm. ever before. So I think it's dawning on people that Trump is actually good uh, globally, even though he puts America first. So, if, you know, for other countries, it's like, OK, not good for us because he's cutting us out. You know, no, like but I China think when America prospers, the rest of the world prospers yeah, as absolutely. well. So. Yeah. yeah. And I think those that are in uh, leadership that are smart. They, they, they know get that there's countries that are dependent on other countries. You know, they, they won't really see that. But like between world powers, you know, I mean, um, they know Trump is somebody to to be reckoned with. So. 
So you're two minutes Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> Sunny, uh, Sunny, Sunny. Make sure you tell your mom hello. Hello, She's still mom. Is mom still awake? You think? I doubt it. Um, <laughs> but she might. She might be. She might be still awake. But um, I think definitely we're gonna see a Trump victory. And um, one thing that I do love about Donald Trump is I feel like Trump is. I mean, Trump is more. MAGA, I should say, is like a movement that awakened people to patriotism, which is one thing that I really, really do appreciate about Donald Trump and like the whole MAGA movement. It's all like red, white and blue America. We love this country, which is something that you just don't see that on the left. You really don't see that. Right. Honestly, it should concern people that the other person who they're not voting for like the american flag is symbolizing the person they're not voting for that should be concerning mm -hmm. um so i'm just uh i think the whole maga movement will last longer than donald trump um and yeah i i definitely think I think we're going to see a Trump victory. I don't think that is going to be very well received because the other side can yeah, tend to be, be sore losers, to right say there. the least. Mm -hmm. um, if I lived in the city, I would be boarding my windows right now. So I'm glad I don't. Um, we'll see. I think it's going to be a very interesting rest of the year. But yeah, I think very interesting. I, I think you said something very significant. Trump has fundamentally changed. The Republican Party. I think Trump has fundamentally changed conservatism. When you see the Bill Crystals and 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 all those idiots in the Lincoln, what is that Lincoln Project thing? Oh yeah. Um, all all the old blowhards. Does it make me roll uh, that, that, that used to think? Project. Yeah, they were they were the you know the wizards of conservatism. Uh, they hate the fact that he has snatched the Republican Party and mm -hmm. snatched conservatism from their grips, mm -hmm. by the way, that they did nothing with. Mm -hmm. And the fact that that these guys like Bill Kristol and, and the rest of these morons uh, could so easily because like like little three year olds, uh, Trump's Twitter account hurts their little sissy okay. feelings just because of just because trump makes them cry they can go support raving marxists reveals to you to everybody um, that they were complete phonies from day one i don't care how much somebody's mean tweets piss you off you cannot stand for conservatism or pretend to stand for conservatism to 50 for 50 plus years and then you got your feelings hurt and you become a Marxist overnight. Bill Crystal and the rest of the Lincoln whatever project, the Lincoln lie project, are a bunch of frauds. And so Donald Trump has exposed these people. They're ticked off because he's taken conservatism from him. And what Sonny said, they think, even if they were to succeed tonight, they think if they can take Donald Trump down tonight, that they will regain the Republican Party and regain conservatism, that's not happening. Trump Trump is almost like a cult figure. He's starting a, he started a movement. I don't care what Bill Crystal thinks he's going to accomplish tonight. It, it ain't happening, buddy. 
You may as well get over it. Go ahead and retire and take your bunch of traders back to your sandbox with all your little toys and your little cry baby, baby bottles. Just, just suck on them for the rest of your life until you go into the grave because MAGA nation is here, whether you like it or not, it's here to stay. It has the conservative party. It has the Republican party and you're not getting it back. Period. Well, let me just drop this in here just a little bit. I believe that Donald Trump is like cocaine. <laughs> what he did was brought out what was naturally in the American psyche already. Uh, he is the one that he, he just said, okay, I, I'm going to be, I'm going to have this voice and everybody else is like, yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Mm -hmm. That's how I wanted to talk. That's how I feel on the inside. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I think Donald Trump didn't create this. He just gave people the courage yeah. to mm -hmm. be what and to speak out the way they wanted to be. So I think that's the change that has taken place is that the American people have stepped up front and said, you know what? Uh, this silent majority stuff is a bunch of, you know, BS. I'm not going to do this silent majority thing anymore. Yeah, you live your life the way you want to live your life. Yeah, I'm going to live my life the way I want to live my life. But the minute you start coming at me, I'm not silent anymore. I'm going to fight back. And it's I think it, what it has is ignited that fighting spirit back into to the public forum right mm -hmm. so our fighting spirit is up there and and the only, the one last thing that i want to say before we go because i want to let these ladies go we all have an early morning tomorrow we're um, not democrats we have to go to work yeah we yeah, have, we have, we have, we um, have jobs to to work. at 8 30 in the morning but what i want to say is this and i'm going to be that liberty over security principle over party truth over personality person and i'm always going to be that way donald trump wins OK, no more Trump slump. OK, no more. Oh, goodness gracious. We have four years of Jesus in the White House. We don't have to do anything anymore. Donald Trump is our savior. He's going to fix everything. We can't do that. Donald Trump wins. You're going to have to watch him just like you watched everybody else. You're going to have to make sure that your local government pays attention. For Pete's sakes, I'm as far as I'm concerned, all of this, this focus and, and all of this attention to Emerald City is so misplaced. If Donald Trump wins, good. Then you're, feel your comfortableness in Washington, D.C. And turn your focus on your local government. I just text my pastor this afternoon. I don't think, or, or just a few minutes ago, it doesn't look good for our Hillsborough County Commission. It does not look good. Our Hillsborough County Commission went uber liberal. We lost almost every effort at, at bringing in conservatives and, and constitutional thinkers into our county commission. Our job just got harder at the local level. So fine, you know, figure out that Donald Trump is, has won and, and, and you're good there. But if we haven't learned anything over the last six months, we have to learn this. You've got to get in control of your state and local government because that's where the tyranny lives now. That's right.
if he wins, we have two to four years to break the back of Marxism. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Period. Yep. Because this this, this the, will be a reprieve. Yep. This is God's reprieve for on us. I believe so. If, if, if Donald Trump <laughs> loses tonight, like we've been in a slow boil, low intensity war, multiple attempted coups for the last four years. If Donald Trump loses tonight, that means their coup was ultimately successful. This opens the gate for the Bolsheviks to come running in. You will be in, all, in an all-out war against Marxists, and we will be in a fight for our lives to uh, literally to save future generations. The courts will be gone in a minute. But I don't, uh, Joe Biden will be president for less than six months. Right. That is my uh, call. Thank you, Dragon Talon, for your... Your uh, super chat and the coffee's on me in the morning, ladies. How's Thanks, that? Nice. Yeah, yeah. Good call there. Coffee's on me in the morning at King's Arms. King's but look, Arms. Uh, Joe Biden, here's my prediction and then we'll go. Joe Biden will be president for six months tops. If that. If, if that, that. If that. Like six then days. Kamala Harris <laughs> becomes president. Nancy Pelosi becomes vice president. Oh, oh. Elizabeth Warren, Treasury Secretary, Bernie, Bernie Sanders, Sanders Labor Secretary. Labor Secretary, Bernie Sanders, the socialist. You may as well call it the Politburo. Yeah, the Politburo. That's what it's going. That is what is going to happen. Six months tops. Yeah, William Parr says six months more like six minutes. So he... <laughs> He's barely this, here now. Yeah, you can't even. No. I mean, if I was and, if and, I was Joe Biden's wife, I would have pulled him out of this a long time ago. Yeah. I was like, you people are killing That's my messed husband. Up. Yeah, she gonna, must hate her husband. That's all I. They're going to put say. Joe Biden in the in the oval basement. Yeah, Cat, uh, Julian, Julian, whatever Castro or uh, uh, Beto O'Rourke, head of the ATF. No, or yeah. both of them together, yeah. Castro and Beto. Beto has head of the ATF. Biden has already said Beto's the guy that's coming after your guns. So yeah, yeah. Good this luck is with that, Beto. this is where we are. So guns. hate Trump, love Trump, it doesn't matter. This is not really about Trump today. This is about who do you want to be tomorrow? Mm -hmm. Who do you want to be? Now, I here's here's my two cents. Whatever happens, I'm fighting the same fight. Donald Trump wins, I'm fighting the same fight. Biden wins, I'm fighting the same fight. The only difference is how I'm going to fight it. Remember, Biden Biden literally said, I am Kamala Harris's running mate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he knows. This he's a, he's a puppet. This one lady announced her. Here's he's a the place holder. president of yeah. the United he's States, He's a placeholder. Kamala Harris. Yeah. He yeah. knows it. They got it on tape. He knows it. All right, guys. People. Thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you, ladies, for Thanks being for us. with us. God bless you guys. God we will be with bless. you tomorrow night. America. Go.